In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriots. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love Hello, hello, everybody. God bless you and thank you very much. You're locked and loaded right here on Live from America LFA here on Real America's Voice News and across social media and digital TV outlets. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you live from the live, free, or die granite state of New Hampshire, And it is a blessing to be here with you. I want you to remember something, folks. God wins. God won back in the day. God wins in the end. God's winning right now. Now, this morning was a pretty explosive show. If you did not see this morning's show, you can always go to JeremyHarrell.com or if you follow our Rumble or Getter or Truth Social page, you can watch it there as well. But this morning's show was pretty explosive, and rightfully so. Look at what is going on in our political world, in our country today. Look at this unprecedented history in the making, and it will go down in infamy. What happened last night will go down in infamy. And uh, if you follow me on social media, you might have seen that I posted a video today that I'm going to play for you right now. Instead of just going right into a cold open, I figured it was best to do it this way. Because they've been saying for a long time what they were going to do to Donald Trump. As I said this morning, as soon as Donald Trump announced that he was running for the presidency of the United States of America in 2016, mere hours later, there were already publications out that were saying it's time for impeachment. 
Let the impeachment process begin. They've been telling us what they're going to do step by step, day after day, ever since Donald Trump decided that he was going to run for office and that he was going to expose the corruption that goes on in this nation. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to take you back to when Mr. Chuck Schumer was visiting Mr. Richard uh, Richard Maddow. uh, Excuse me, Rachel Maddow. Get that name mixed up because of, uh, you know, what she looks like. But anyway, where Chuck Schumer and Rachel Maddow were discussing exactly how the intelligence community was going to do whatever they had to do to take down one Donald Trump. This antagonism is taunting to the intelligence community. You you take on the intelligence community. They have six ways from Sunday at getting back at you. So even for a practical, supposedly hard-nosed businessman, he's being really dumb to do this. What do you think the intelligence community would do if they were motivated to? I don't know, but from what I am told, they are very upset with how he has treated them and talked about. There you go. There you go. Richard Maddow and Chuck Schumer sitting down for a man on a man to man conversation about how the intelligence community has six ways from Sunday to go after you if they feel disrespected. Now, that conversation right then and there should have thrown up red flags for anybody who had a shred of integrity or or a shred of of a moral compass left in our government in our NSA, in our DOJ, in our FBI, heck, even all the way up to the top brass at the Pentagon. But there was only a few select people that were listening back then, myself and all of you included. They've been telling us what they are going to do for a very, very long time. That's why I said this morning, we should not have been shocked over this. We should not have been shocked that we saw this happen to President Trump at Mar-a-Lago last night. It's okay, though. It's okay. Because I showed you all the silver linings and all the positivity that happened as a result of last night. And when it's all said and done, they're not going to indict President Trump. They're not going to arrest President Trump. They're not going to do anything of the sorts. Now, I want to read you, if I could, a statement put out, or I should say a... uh, a a social media post put out by Robbie Starbuck. Everybody knows who Robbie Starbuck is. And we're going to talk a little bit about this judge who signed off on this tonight. Bruce Reinhart helped sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein escape any real justice. That's the judge. Merrick Gardenome Garland, who's the Attorney General of the United States right now, Trump took his nomination to the Supreme Court away because it was supposed to be Hillary Clinton was supposed to get, be a shoe-in for the presidency, and then she was going to nominate Merrick Garland. Wasn't going to happen, folks. Christopher Wray, the FBI chief that Trump tried to fire over his horrific job performance at the request uh, and the suggestion, I guess, of Rich, of Rich Grinnell. Every one of those individuals that I just mentioned, Bruce Reinhardt, the judge who signed off on the, uh, on the warrant, Merrick Gardenome Garland is the head of the DOJ. Christopher Wray is the head of the FBI. Every one of them signed off on President Trump's raid at Mar-a-Lago last night. Yeah, I'm sure there's nothing to see here, right? Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. Definitely no uh, collusion. Definitely no, uh, I don't know, weaponizing of the alphabet agencies that we currently fund, whose pensions we currently fund, 
whose paychecks we currently fund, whose daily operations we currently fund, whose very existence in the federal government we currently fund. We give you the power. And now this federal government has crossed that line, that political and patriotic line, from a government for, by, and of the people to a, a third world, tyrannical, authoritarian government. That is what we have now. And now everybody in the world who knows what the Constitution says that we are to do with people like that, they are treasonous. And we're going to keep our cool heads. We're going to keep pushing forward with what we do, with what I can change and what you can change. And we, they've already... They, they showed their panic with the, the clean sweep of the latest elections. They showed their panic. This is their panic button. We have them at the end of their rope. We have them at the end of the rope, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to read and clarify for you real quick, if I could, um, Sidney Powell on her telegram. She actually cl- further clarified the law, which we know as uh, US, uh, U.S. Code 18... To, uh, section 2071, which I read for you this morning on the morning show that Mark Elias put out, saying that anybody that, you know, is caught with any of this, these documents is, is barred from ever holding office ever again. She put on her telegram to further clarify that law. The courts will likely conclude that Section 2071 does not prevent Trump from being elected in 2024. Section 2071 was debated back in 2015 regarding Hillary Clinton and the general consensus was that the law's disqualification clause does not apply to the presidency. Why? Because as, as, as much as I don't like him, he was right. Mar- um, Marco Rubio came out today and said, unlike everybody else in the federal government, the president of the United States has sole discretion and plenary power to declassify anything that he so wishes and everything that was that they were looking for anyway at Mar-a-Lago was already declassified, and we already know this happened. We already know this. So in 2015, that was debated. And if Congress has no power, this is, this is what, was, was, uh, what, what came out of that. If Congress has no power to add to the standing qualifications of its own members, it cannot add to the standing qualifications for the other elected constitutional positions, i.e. the presidency or the vice presidency. Then she further goes on to say, but the disqualification clause would certainly be used as a weapon, both in the courts and with the public, uh, with the public, consistent with the regime's strategy to damage Trump politically. So there is no real threat here to put President Trump in prison. There is no real threat to indict him. There are no real crimes. Now, you're going to see throughout the show today that the left wing media is going crazy over this and already calling for jail time, even though there's no crime. And, and the FBI and the DOJ still, still has not put out a valid reason for what they did. So all of this is political. That is something that you can rest your head on. But don't rest too long because we've got them some throats for our boots uh, to, uh, to keep pressuring. And we're going to need your help. All right? All right, ladies and gentlemen, our social media blew up this morning because of what happened last night. Our rumbles blew up. Our getter blew up. So I'm going to ask you guys to continue that trend and keep pushing the word out there so we can keep people calm, so we can give people the truth, so we can give people the gospel, and that we can move on and carry on with what we can control. Amen? All right. Let's get to the Lord, folks. We're going to go to Jesus Calling, August 9th, year of our Lord, 2022. 
Since you joined my royal family, I have brought much light into your life. However, this is, on- this is only like the first gleam of dawn compared with the full light of day that awaits all who walk on the path of righteousness. When you reach your heavenly home, your new imperishable eyes will be able to perceive the full light of my glory. In righteousness, you will see my face and be satisfied. Proverbs 4.18, which I've been reading a lot lately, Proverbs, the path of the righteous is like the first gleam of dawn, shining ever brighter until the full light of day. And from Psalm 17.15, as for me, I will see your face in righteousness. I shall be satisfied when I awake in your likeness. And before you turn out the light tonight, request my help to keep your feet on the path of righteousness tonight, tomorrow, and all the way to heaven. Ladies and gentlemen, it's darkest right before the dawn. And last night was the darkest that it gets. Last night was the darkest that it gets. And this is only the beginning. Please remove your hats, folks, while we say the Lord's Prayer together from your lips to his ears in one loud, patriotic voice. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. I tell you, I talked to a lot of people today, a lot of scared people, a lot of people that were very upset and very angry, and uh, some of them with what is going on to President Trump personally, and others who are very angry about uh, the federal government really just trampling the Constitution. All in all, everybody that I've talked to thinks it's unpatriotic, thinks it's against the law, and even Democrats are waking up to what's going on. I'm telling you, when you've got Andrew Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, the disgraced New York governor, condemning this, you got some problems. We'll be right back right after this. All right, social media, what's happening? What's happening? What is happening? Let me say hello to some folks that are in here. First, I'm going to go here to uh, Rumble. We got Troy in the building. How you doing? Texas GMA Patriot. We had a great, by the way, we had a great Coffee Talk Tuesday. If you did not uh, join in, Richard Grinnell said Trump is stronger than ever. Amen. Amen. Uh, If you did not join in on the Coffee Talk Tuesday this morning, it was absolutely incredible. I'd like to give a big shout-out to to so many folks on there. Uh, Big shout-out to Lori McDade, by the way, who's hooking me up with Dan Cox. Definitely got to get him uh, on the show. And... um, and some great uh, talks about constitutional classes and, and a fellow named uh, Doug Gibbs that we got to get on. And uh, just so many great people that uh, talked to, to me and, 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 and told me their stories on Telegram today. And I hope you guys can start joining in on that. Um, we get, usually get about 100, 120 people in there. And not everybody wants to talk. But it's great conversation to listen to. So make sure you guys check that out. God's Wolf, how you doing? Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Shoot, I missed it. Yeah, it was great. You should check it out. Gene, how you doing from Clearwater, Florida? 
Barbara Peters said she wanted to join, but she had a rough day. I get it. We've, we've, we've all have, we're having some rough days right now, honey, but we're all in this together. Okay. We're all in this together. So if you need anything, you know how to talk to it. Oh, yep. I see it. The screen. My bad. My bad, folks. My bad. Jeremy, we can't see you. Yep. I got it. I see you. All right. So I want to go over to Getter real quick. I want to say hello to some Getter family here. And excuse me, folks. I'm a little bit under the weather right now. It is what it is, right? Real sick. Regular sick. You know, not COVID sick. Uh, Okay. Jumping on Getter here. Man, I want to make sure I say hello to our Getter family because Getter is just on fire lately. Donna Marie is in the building. How you doing? Good to see you. We've got Texas Chick. How are you? Drees Monkey, we got to talk to him today on, on Telegram Tuesday, so thank you very much. Roxy, good to see you. Second A for life. Hello, hello. Forrest Trump, good to see you. Alicia White is in the building. Miguel Ortiz is here. Stephanie, how you, how you doing? Leslie, good to see you. And Lovebug is in the building. What? Somebody said Freddie. Is Freddie in here? Freddie Durf, I'd love to say hello to Freddie. Freddie actually tried to come on the Telegram uh, talk not too long ago. I don't like the chat on Getter. Well, I guess that's why you're here on Rumble with us. Rumble family is great. I love you guys all. You guys are all great. We cannot ever forget about Roku and Firestick, though, too. Those guys can't talk to us, and I feel bad. Um, All right, here we go. Let's get back into the show. Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. I'm Jeremy Harrell. We're broadcasting from New Hampshire, and it is an honor to be here with you guys. It's time for our first and foremost section, so please lift up your cups, and let's have our first slurp of the day. All right, here we go. Judge Bruce Reinhart told you in the beginning that we would get to him, and he is the, uh, the, jo- the judge in Florida who signed off on the warrant to raid President Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago. Now, this morning you saw, I, I, I stated that real quick. I said this judge who, used to, who defended Jeffrey Epstein, and that's exactly what he was. He was on the defense team for Jeffrey Epstein to make sure that Jeffrey Epstein would never see any real justice. And then, of course, we know what happened to Jeffrey Epstein. But let's get into this story real quick, and let's talk about Judge Bruce Reinhart who, like I said, is not happy that President Trump and the rest of us are going after his pedophile friends. So Judge Bruce Reinhart, um, this guy, and, and big shout out to Jim and Joe Hoft, by the way, for the Gateway Pundit, because they're going after Epstein's client list. And we're going to talk about that here in a little bit, too. But anyway, Judge Bruce E. Reinhart is from the Southern District of Florida, reportedly signed off on the warrant to raid President Trump's home at Mar-a-Lago last night. Joe Biden, I guarantee you, Joe Biden sent the FBI to raid President Trump's home in a fishing expedition, and I'll guarantee you they're not going to find anything. Nothing is going to happen. All of this, all of this is just an attempt to do the same thing they did in the impeachments and the same thing they did in the Trump-Russia hoax, which is to just throw dirt on President Trump to try to stop any momentum that he has whatsoever. Judge Bruce Reinhart, magistrate judge for the Southern District of Florida, used to work for Jeffrey Epstein, signed off on the warrant, and, and uh, was the, the judge that greenlit the FBI raid on President Trump. And sources tell the Washington Post that Judge Bruce Reinhart approved the warrant that enabled FBI agents to cover, um, to cover President Trump's South Florida state on Monday night in what Trump called an unannounced raid on his home. 
And I told you the story this morning about how there was a near standoff with them and the Secret Service agents that were there protecting Mar-a-Lago. Reinhardt was elevated to magistrate judge in 2018 after 10 years in the private practice. Months after his appointment, the Miami Herald reported that he had represented several of Jeffrey Epstein's employees in connection with the sex trafficking investigation against the financier. According to the paper, Reinhardt resigned from the South Florida U.S. Attorney's Office effective on New Year's Day 2008 and went to work for Jeffrey Epstein's workers the following day. In the 12 years as a federal prosecutor, according to his official biography, Reinhardt, quote, managed a docket that covered the full spectrum of federal crimes, including narcotics, violent crimes, public corruption, financial frauds, child pornography, and immigration. In July, the Gateway Pundit filed a legal action to unseal and identify the global elite uh, names on Jeffrey Epstein's client list. Recently, we here at Live from America raised uh, well a total of $1,800 to help in those efforts uh, to go after Jeffrey Epstein's client list. Some of that was for the January 6th prisoners, but a majority of it was to go towards uh, getting that client list. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I do have an update on that client list as a court has declined to exercise its discretion to, let me pull this up here real quick, actually, so I can get a good read on this for you guys. This is very important. All right. A federal judge has declined to exercise its discretion to permit the Gateway Pundit to intervene at this stage. The court does not consider the Gateway Pundit's motion to be timely and, and uh, relatedly, t- uh, the Gateway Pundit's interests are already adequately represented by the existing parties and interveners. A number of interveners, including media organizations, have been granted leave to intervene in this case to seek to unseal all or part of the record on the basis that they are judicial records subject to presumption of public access, precisely the arguments that the Gateway Pundit seeks to make. The court has carefully reviewed the Gateway Pundit's papers and concludes that the Gateway Pundit has no interest, not not adequately represented by, among others, existing interveners, Julie Brown and the Miami Herald. So what they're saying is, sorry, not sorry, this judge is going to deny your request for access to the client list because of time, it's a timely thing, and it, it wasn't done in a timely manner, and you have no real right to that access. You don't need that information. So this judge is saying that the United States of America and its people, a government for the people, of the people, and by the people, whether it be for your request or whether it be by a lawsuit, you have no right to know the names that are on that client list. So it's going to be a fight that the Gateway Pundit takes further. I am in contact with Jim and Joe Hoft. This is something that they're not going to give up on. This is going to be a fight. We are going to get these actual names one way or another. Now, I know there are names out there that are passed around the Internet, and we can't say for sure if they are names or if they are not names that were clients of Jeffrey Epstein's. But what we know for sure is that there is an elite list. We know there's an elite list of celebrities, politicians, and very, very rich, powerful people including royalty 
that it's on that list, and we're going to get the names on that list one way or another. So a big shout-out to the Gateway Pundit for having that fight. And uh, as far as Judge Bruce Reinhardt goes, I have a feeling that this isn't going to be the last of your downfall. I have a feeling that this isn't going to be the last of your downfall, and we're going to be there to watch it, sir. Because we know that between you, Merrick Gardenome Garland, and Christopher Ray, that is a massive conflict of interest right there. And it's clear to see to anybody with eyes and ears what you guys are trying to do. None of this is rooted in reality. None of this is rooted in, in anything to be, uh, that, that would be justified in raiding the home of a former president. And you're, you're, you're going to pay for what you did. And I'm not saying you're going to pay like somebody's going to attack you. And I, it sucks that we have to say that every single time that we even mention this. Politically, you're going to pay. Career-wise, you're going to pay. Maybe with your freedom, you are going to pay. Now we're going to move on, and we're going to talk about a fellow Real, uh, Real America's Voice News uh, show host soon, Wayne Root. Wayne Root says thank you to, to the Democrats. He's basically adopting the same, uh, the same pathway that I, have, that I laid out this morning. Thank you. This is what we needed. This was the spark that we needed to re-energize that 2016 base when Donald J. Trump said, I'm running for president, there was a certain energy that we had here in America that we had not had in a long time. And then when Trump won the presidency and beat Hillary Clinton and made it so for the second time she was a failed presidential candidate, there was an energy, again, like we had never experienced before. Now, Now, if Donald J. Trump came out today and that didn't happen last night and he said, I'm running for president. There'd be an energy. There'd be a great energy, but not, not a shocking energy. If Donald J. Trump comes out in the next week or two and says, I'm running for president, there's going to be an energy behind him and a movement. This MAGA movement will be like MAGA on steroids. All right? It won't even be close. It'll be ultra MAGA for real because the country is uniting around President Trump right now. Soft serve rhinos, are actually going, wait a minute, maybe I'm not an establishment guy because that's screwed up. Like I said, when you have Andrew Cuomo, the disgraced governor who should be and maybe hopefully someday if we get the right people in New York, will be prosecuted for his crimes with COVID and the elderly, will be prosecuted for his crimes that he's committed against women. Long story short, I don't really care about the guy one way or another and I don't care about his opinions. But my point is, when you've got Andrew Cuomo coming out and condemning this, saying this is wrong, that means that you've got Democrats, blue dog Democrats, soft serve rhinos, uh, independents, maybe old school Republicans that aren't re- necessarily rhinos but don't really like Trump style. Every one of those people are going to rally around President Trump right now. Wayne Root says, thank you, Democrats. You just made Trump the biggest martyr in history. The next thing Trump should do is announce his presidency as soon as possible. And the second thing he should do is get ready to stick it right in the Democrats' face and truly drain the swamp. That's what Wayne Root says. He says... This wasn't about any crime. There was no crime. This is about one thing and one thing only, stopping Trump from running against them again because they know they can't beat him even in a skewed, unfair, and unbalanced election system. They still can't beat him. His support is that big. And we proved it in Virginia, and we proved it in Michigan, and we definitely proved it in Arizona, and hopefully we're going to prove it in Wisconsin tonight. And any other primary state that's going on right now. They just can't have him run against them, folks. There's nothing they can do to stop him. 
and you don't have to take it from me, what does President Trump say? Nothing can stop what's coming. And the best is yet to come. Are you starting to realize what the guy's talking about now? I am. I believe you, Wayne Root. I believe you're right. I believe they made Trump the biggest political martyr in the United States history. And they just made him bigger than he ever was. Thank you. Just made him bigger than he ever was, ladies and gentlemen. Amanda Collins says Trump is getting stronger by the day. Yes, he is. Speaking of that, Amanda Collins, I would like to thank some people right now. Matter of fact, let me get something out of my pocket here. Check this out. By the way, folks, we're almost at 4,000 on Rumble. We could use a little bit of help. See my uh, challenge coin? I got a new Armor of God challenge coin. I absolutely love these things. I want to thank Rose Spavold for the Armor of God challenge coin. I will, I will go nowhere in my life without this, Rose. Thank you. I want to thank everybody who's doing the $10 donation train on Rumble right now as well. Jan and Ron Richter, thank you for your donation. Diane and Henry Furman, thank you for your card and your donation. Georgia Key, love that name. Thank you very much. Chris Beeler, God bless you for the card and the donation. Steven Rosenko, God bless you for the letter and the donation. Marcia Hubert also sent a letter. Thank you very much. Mary D'Agostino sent birthday gifts and sent gifts for my family. What a wonderful woman she is. What a great, great woman you are, Mary D'Agostino. My wife wanted me to personally thank you and say she loves you. Carol Silver, God bless you. Thank you for the card and your donation. Sandra Duvall, got your donation in the mail. Thank you. Happy belated birthday to Alicia. 715 was her birthday. Is it Alicia or Alicia? Anyway, happy belated birthday, and I'm so very sorry, but I know you're getting ready to go to college. I know you love the show, and I just wanted to say happy birthday. Gene Havey, thank you very much. Jay, uh, uh, Jane, Gaynell Allen Patrick, thank you very much for the note and the, um, the $20 each for me and Eli. Thank you very much. Susan Scalcioni, thank you very much. And Janelle Mitten, thank you very much. Now, before we go back from commercial break, folks, I have to show you something. I couldn't wait to show you this. This is awesome. It actually ties right into one of our sponsors, but you got to see it. It's pretty cool. Where is that? Uh, I've got that pulled up somewhere. Where is that? Donald Trump this says is gold is better than cold, hard cash. The dollar is going down, and it's not a pretty picture, and it's not being sustained by proper policy and proper thinking. Mr. Trump is also ready to keep doing business in gold. I never thought this would happen. This is the first time it's actually happened, and maybe it's going to set a trend. A trend that would turn gold from just a safe haven investment and into a viable business alternative to the U.S. dollar. Donald Trump says gold is better than... Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Donald Trump says it. Gold is better than cold, hard cash. And Gold Co. is a proud sponsor of Live from America. I love those guys. Great people to talk to. They will treat you with respect. You'll actually talk to a person and not a machine. You can ask them all the questions you want to ask them about converting any of your, uh, of your savings or your nest egg or your IRAs into actual gold and silver. They'll hold it for you. You can hold it however you want to do it. Give them a call, 855-559-3433 or go to goldco.com. Look, I didn't say it. President Trump said it. Gold is the best thing, and it's better than cold, hard U.S. currency because there's no dumping the bottom out of gold. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to give our, our, our sponsor, Gold Co., a big shout-out there because they've been doing a heck of a job for us filling in the gap. So, all right, folks, here we go. Let's get back into it. 
Welcome back to Live from America here on Real America's Voice News. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what the best thing about this show is? The commercial breaks. The commercial breaks when I can actually talk to my LFA family and really break things down. And it, it helps so many people feel so much better when we can, you know, actually have questions and answers while we're live on social media. That's the great thing about the, the, uh, the technological world, folks, is that we can just stay in tune with each other. All right, folks. We got to get back to this because now, of course, the sewer-dwelling swamp donkey Democrats are literally chomping at the bits. Every time they come up with a new hoax, every time they come up with a new, you know, way to get Trump, it's the walls are closing in, right? This is the beginning of the end, right? Well, folks, what, what just happened last night with this raid on Mar-a-Lago, as far as the Democrats are concerned, you know, the talking heads, the Rachel Maddows, the morning Mikas, the slow Joes, all of those guys, they, this is the walls are closing in on steroids. This is the beginning of the end for them on steroids. Or if you're talking to Hunter Biden on crack, this is Hunter. This is like all of that on crack. The Democrats are chomping at the bits and they're already saying Trump is guilty. They don't have a crime yet. They don't have any they unspecified crimes, but yet they're already saying Trump is guilty and they're urging jail time for their political opponent. <laughs> this is how you know we're living in a banana republic and an upside down world. After the FBI executed a search warrant on Mar-a-Lago last night, Democrats are already accusing President Donald J. Trump of breaking the law. They don't know what law. They don't know. You ask them what law, they're not going to tell you. In some cases, without specifying a crime, and in at least one case, citing a supposed offense unrelated to the classified document retention investigation that sources say prompted the entire raid to begin with. Quote, the best way to avoid FBI raids is to avoid committing a federal crime, said Representative Seth Moulton, a Democrat from Massachusetts, as he tweeted out yesterday. So let me, get that, let me get this straight. The best way to avoid an FBI raid is to avoid committing federal crimes? What happened with Hillary Clinton's server that he ha- she had in her private home in New York? What happened with Hunter Biden? I mean, I, I, these, these questions that keep getting thrown out by conservatives. But I mean, if we're going to hold somebody to a standard here, let's talk about holding somebody to a standard. Is it a federal crime to lie on a gun application? Yes or no? I mean, it's that simple. Is, that, is it a federal crime? To lie on a gun application, you know, to get a gun. Is that, a, is that a federal crime? Is it a federal crime to use your power and position as an elected official to the vice presidency of the United States of America and use your power in order to get uh, positions, high-ranking gas and oil executive positions for your crackhead son to go and just rake in millions and millions and millions of dollars and funnel it through Ukraine? We've already followed the money. We already have it all. Is that a federal crime? I think it is. I mean, if we're going to be talking about the best way to avoid a federal, an FBI raid is to uh, avoid committing federal tri- crimes, I mean, come on. There was no FBI raid on, on Hillary Clinton's home. That's what happens when you break the law, he says. Try to steal an election and incite um, deadly insurrection. Donald Trump should be in jail, said uh, House Progressive Caucus Chair Pramila Jayapal from Washington. I'm glad to see the FBI taking steps towards accountability. That's laughable. Despite initial speculation in the media that the FBI raid was related to House Democrats' investigation of Trump's role in the January 6th Capitol breach, 
Two sources, both briefed on the raid, told Just the News and John Solomon that the, uh, the agents were seeking evidence related to whether Trump removed classified documents from the White House to his compound in Mar-a-Lago. Well, let's break that down for a minute, shall we? Again, let's go back to what uh, Marco Rubio, little tiny hands Marco Rubio said. Marco Rubio said, the president of the United States, unlike all other elected officials or appointed officials in the federal government, has the sole power and the plenary power to declassify anything that he so chooses. So do you think that after all of these investigations, these hoaxes, and all these witch hunts into President Trump, that President Trump would be stupid enough to take classified documents to Mar-a-Lago and put them in a safe? Or do you think that if he did have documents, that he declassified them before he took them, which means that he and everybody else has public access to them, and then took them and put them in a safe? Which one do you think is more likely? I mean, you don't have to be a Democrat or Republican. You don't have to be rooting for Biden or rooting for President Trump to figure this out. Which one is more likely? If he's got the power to do that, then why wouldn't he do that? It's a very valid question. It's a very obvious question, don't you think? If the man has plenary power to declassify anything that he wants to, then you can pretty much bet that he declassified everything. And Cash Patel has already been on record, and others. I believe Chris Miller has also been on record. Both of them um, were in, 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 in Donald Trump's inner circle. Both of them go, have gone on record and said, yeah, 100% declassified everything that he has. So it's, it, was, it, was, it was an invalid excuse. They know it. We know it. The world knows it. And that's why you haven't heard from the FBI yet. That's why you haven't heard from the DOJ yet. Because there's nothing there. It's a big nothing burger. All of this is, oh, look, here's, here's the real deal, folks. Guess what's coming out soon? Inflation numbers. Guess what the polling is on the Build Back Better that was rebranded the Inflation Reduction Act? Just as bad as Joe Biden's poll numbers, okay? The inflation numbers that are going to come out are going to be even worse, okay? Hunter Biden is under federal investigation right now, and Joey Applesauce is super spreading whatever he's got this week all over the world. Nobody likes these people. Nobody cares. Nobody thinks they're legitimate. And all of this is just to keep you talking about this and not that. That is why I said this morning, just keep doing what you've been doing. Do nothing different. Keep your foot on their throats. Keep your foot on the gas. But ramp it up this time. And by the way, if they found something President Trump would be in handcuffs, or at least there would be an arrest warrant out for him right now. Here we are, what? Almost 24 hours later. We're almost 24, or about 24 hours later, and nothing has happened. Get out of here. Come on. There's no there there. Just like there's no there with Letitia James in New York. There's no there with Brad Raffensperger down in Georgia. There's no there there. But I'll tell you where there is a there. And that is where you're going to be once we take over again and all of you are locked up. And that's exa- Folks, if these people were not afraid of being locked up or afraid of being exposed and completely wiped out and taken away from all classified um, uh, documents and not giving any security clearance anymore, what do you think they would do? This is what they would do. This is their last-ditch effort. 
This is panic mode. There is nothing else except assassinating him that they can do. So if they weren't afraid that they were really all, I, I see so many people, so many pessimistic, pessimistic, negative people out there going the tr- even if Trump came back, the swamp will never be drained. These people won't see a day in jail. Then why are they doing what they're doing? Why wouldn't they just play by the rules, let him win for another four years, kick the can down the road, and then pick back up where they did just like they did now? They would, they would be doing just what they're doing right now. So know that. Know that we're at the end, the end of it, folks. If they don't succeed here, which they won't, then that should be everything you need to know, that everything Donald Trump said about we're coming back, the best is yet to come, you're going to be very happy, we're going to retire Nancy Pelosi, these people are going to pay, drain the swamp, you better believe that it's all real. You better believe that it's all real. Now, I want you to check this out, folks. One day after they passed a bill to weaponize the IRS, create 90,000 jobs roughly, give them all the ammo and all the guns in the world, one day after they weaponized the IRS, they raid Trump. And then one day after they raid Trump, a federal appeals court judge today rules that Trump's tax returns must be released to Congress. You think that's all coincidence? That just happened today. The political persecution of Trump will always continue. Like I just said, just one day after the FBI raids Trump's house in Florida, his tax returns now must be released to the House and Ways, uh, House Ways and Means Committee. A panel for the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia ruled 3-0 to today, upholding a prior decision by a federal judge. So obviously, it's going to the Supreme Court. But President Trump's tax returns must be returned over, as of right now, to the House Ways and Means Committee, a federal appeals court panel said in a ruling. And the ruling was a 3-0 decision, and it's the latest legal blow to President Trump that he's going to have to fight now. But you know what? We are in Donald Trump's corner. We will make sure Donald Trump is okay. So I want you to listen to me very closely, Ronna McDaniel, because you said you're not going to pay President Trump's legal bills anymore. Well, guess what? I don't care how many billions of dollars President Trump has. We got his back. And we have a lot more billions collectively than any of you scumbags have sitting around in your rainy day funds. So just know that. We will never, ever, ever leave President Trump without proper defense. And if we have to... We will circle Mar-a-Lago and defend him by the millions. Take one of us out, ten more will come back. Go ahead, mess around and find out. Go ahead, mess around and find out. That's what I got to say. Mick says we cannot let this happen to President Trump. We won't. We won't. That's why I'm not worried. Let's see Stretchface Armstrong's tax returns with her husband's. What a good point. What, an, what a great point that was. Wow. What a great point that was. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to take this time to tell you a story that I'm not going to tell the Real America's Voice News audience because I want you to hear it. It's, this, it's that personal. You guys all know I'm running for office, right? I actually didn't want to put, I have too much to talk about during the actual show, so I'm not going to put it in that, in in the Real America's Voice version. You guys all know I'm running for office, right? Well, there's another state representative uh, by the name of Sean, who's also running in the Republican Party for state rep as well, and uh, because there's three from this district, and uh, him and I and other Republicans are really the only ones that have already started campaigning, putting our signs out everywhere, and he just came by the studio between the shows today 
to tell me that our, uh, some of our signs have been removed. And I said, what do you mean removed? You mean people, you know, like stupid kids, whatever? He said, no, 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 no. The parks and rec, the city went and removed them. I said, why? They're in, they're in, the, they're in the proper places. We didn't, we didn't put them on private property anywhere. And he said, because a California couple moved in where these signs are, and they didn't, obviously they're, they're Democrats, and they said it blocked their view. Campaign signs that are like knee high blocked their view of the road. So literally the liberal city went and violated state law and removed the signs. So Sean got a hold of the city manager and said, hey, before I blow this up to something that's going to be really big because you're violating state law, I suggest you inform that the parks and rec community and the police understand that it's a violation of state law to remove campaign signs, and that's not going to happen. And the city manager said yes and reached out to the, uh, to the divisions of our city government and said, uh-uh, don't touch them. I want to thank Clee Sully for the $300 donation. Thank you very much. I want to thank J.A. Uh, J. Fish. Thank you very much. Moon0704 and Buchanan123. Thank you guys very much. And I know there was a bunch of $2 trains before that I didn't get to. But thank you very much. Oh, yeah, we're going to block their view now. Oh, we're going to spell it out for you. I'm going to just get a whole bunch of people and spell my name out in the middle of the street in front of their house. Welcome to New Hampshire, scumbags. Now pack your bags and go back to California. You bring this crap here with you anymore, and you're not going to like it. Yeah, yeah. Big, big shout out to Sean, who's also running, and I want to I thank him. I'm going to reach out to him afterwards. I was very busy getting ready for the night show, so I didn't have time to talk to him. He probably felt like I was kicking him out, but I'm like, man, I got to get to the show. Again, that's violation of state property, but what that tells you is we're winning and we're winning big. Amen? All right, let's get back to the show. Please share the video out. We've got, uh, got a little bit ways to go here, so here we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Live from America. Thank you very much for being here tonight. And I know everybody watching from Live from America probably misses me at the 10 o'clock hour. You now have Jack Posobiec and Drew Hernandez at that hour. Look, I'm not, I'm not upset about it. I'm not mad about it in any way. It's all boats rise. I don't care where I'm put, anywhere. I'm fighting the good fight. I know you're fighting the good fight on Real America's Voice News. Um, you know, it is what it is. Here we are, and we're making waves, and we're making moves, and we're not going to let anything like that stop us. It was out of my control, and I, don't, and, and I wasn't really upset with it at all, to be honest with you. I wasn't upset with it at all. I'm looking for everybody to be on this fight at the tip of the spear, and that's where we're going. So I know there's a lot of people that are a little upset about the fact that they now uh, have to stay up later on Real America's Voice News. Um, but, you know, you can always visit my, uh, my website, jeremyharrell.com. All right, folks, we are going to take a very quick stroll through what I like to call Stupidville. Now, Stupidville is full of people who just clearly have no gray matter working between their ears. And the first person that we are going to go to uh, to highlight today is Nancy Pelosi. So as we go through Stupidville here, guys, you'll notice on your left, there is a, a very stretchy faced, uh, you know, 57 facelifts, vodka dripping off of her, 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 her drunk teeth and chewing on something that looks like cud, but it is really just, you know, her vodka soaked dentures. Yeah. If you look off to your left here in Soup Stupidville, you'll see uh, Nancy Pelosi talking um, very, very kindly about China and how it's such a wonderful place and how it's the freest place on planet 
Earth. Check this out, folks. We still support the one China policy. We go there to acknowledge the status quo is what our policy is. There was nothing disruptive about that. It was only about saying China is one of the freest societies in the world. Don't take it from me. That's from Freedom House. Let's talk a little democracy, courageous people, and and it's just. I don't know why it is, uh, except there's some commercial interest who would like to diminish uh, the relationship. She just said that China was one of the most freest populations on the planet. That's what she said. Now, the other day she said that uh, when she was a kid, she would, and you know what? We were all told this when we were kids. If you dig a hole deep enough, you'll get to China. But you don't go over there and say it as a speaker of the house, as, a, as, a, as, a, as an ambassador or a delegate to the United States of America. What an idiot that lady is. What an idiot. She insists that China is one of the freest societies in the world. Who buys that? Who buys that? Does anybody here watching this show right now buy that China is one of the most freest societies in the world. Now you can see the news anchor there on NBC. Uh, what's her name? There? Uh, Savannah Guthrie. She was all, yeah, she's like, yeah, yeah, so free. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day goes to that swamp donkey in Stupidville. But don't worry, folks. There's plenty more to see in Stupidville. There's plenty more to see. If you look off to the right over here, you'll see what we call a Joey applesauce, ladies and gentlemen. You'll see a Joey applesauce. Yes, he smells like urine, and he sniffs little girls. And if you get close enough, if you get close enough, you might be able to make out what he's saying as he mumbles through his, uh, through his dementia. But here is Joey Applesauce, ladies and gentlemen, trying to, uh, trying to get a statement out, but yet he almost says, you know, the thing again. Check this out. In the industries of the future, from quantum computing to artificial intelligence to advanced biotechnology, kinds of investments that will deliver vaccines for cancer cures, for HIV, invent the next gen big things that is, hadn't even been imagined yet. <laughs> Imagine a good to China you know that hasn't even been invented yet. Come on, man. Come on, man. That those two right there, those two are like the prime example of what you'll see in Stupidville as you drive through. What a jackass that guy is. You know, you know the, the, the thing. Now him and the cackling jackal, Kamala Harris, were uh basically at a at a ceremony today inducting uh, two new countries into NATO, you know, not Ukraine. We'll just continue to give billions to them and funnel money through Ukraine. We're not going to let them into NATO. We know that they had an emergency application in. We're not going to let them in. No, we need to funnel, we need to funnel money through them. No, no. But we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna hold, uh, hold a ceremony here, and we're going to invite Finland and Sweden into NATO. But that's not what I want you to see. I want to go to this video real quick if we can. And I want you to see Joe. Now, now the crowd, there, there's reporters here that are asking him, what did you know about the raid on Trump last night? I want you to watch the lifeless, beady little black eyes that this guy is seeing through. And he answers to nobody. He answers nobody when they're asking him questions. Nobody cares about Finland and Sweden going into NATO. Nobody cares about NATO, period. Everybody wants to know what this guy knew. And he's just walking around aimlessly. Nobody pays attention to this guy. Nobody cares. Nobody there even thinks he's the president of the United States. 
And it looks very familiar to when Barack Hussein Obama visited the White House a couple months ago and everybody just left Joe over there oh, trying to shake hands with the air. Watch this. This is ridiculous. As God Bless America plays in the background. Look at those lifeless black beady eyes. The guy has no idea what's going on. Look at him. What am I doing? Over here? Hi, I'm Jill's husband. I sniff girls and smell like urine. The music stops. He should already be leaving. The moron doesn't know what's going on. Watch his eyes here. Look at here. Whoa. What the hell? Listen up closely. You'll hear reporters. Donald Trump says gold. Thunderous applause for what? Thunderous applause for absolutely what? For what? The guy just walks around. He's probably got a wet diaper. Folks, these people are absolute. They're an absolute joke. They're an absolute joke to watch. The world knows it. American voters know it. Our adversaries know it. Our enemies know it. Our allies know it. Everybody knows that these people are the laughing stock of the world. They're illegitimate, and they're an absolute joke. But everybody around the world, including our allies, are just like, well, whatever. Let's get as much free stuff as we can while we can. The rest of the world isn't really invested into it as much as we are here in America. They're just like, wow, let's just get free stuff. Let's, just, let's, get, them, let's get them to fight each other. And let's get them to pass stimulus bills and, and, and trillion-dollar bills, trillion bills and send all the money to us. That's all they're doing. They're laughing at us, reaping the rewards of our illegitimacy. I just want to say this. Every single bit of that illegitimacy will be undone in the next couple of years. And a lot of people will say, we don't have a couple of years. Yes, we do. Because when we win the midterms, and we will, that will be the end of Joey Applesauce doing anything moving forward. That'll be the end. That's the, that's the cut the bleeding. That's the stop the bleeding moment. And then we start in with our investigations and our committees. And then, ladies and gentlemen, Donald J. Trump runs through the nation again on his campaign, takes back the, takes back the White House, and we truly do finally, finally drain the swamp. It's all lined up. God's got it planned out, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys understand that. I hope you have the faith. They would not be doing what they're doing unless they were afraid of everything that I just said. Think about it. Use your head. I want to I do a quick poll real quick, a quick live poll if I could. How many people in here, raise your hand, if you think Donald Trump is going to be indicted and or arrested? Raise your hand. I'm going to go over to Getter real quick and see what they say over there. 
Jeremy, let's see your tax return. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Ain't nothing special. I can tell you that. I'm trying to get as many write-offs as I can so I don't owe Joey, Joey Applesauce any money so he can send it over to Ukraine to find out what leather thong Vladimir Zelensky is going to wear today. Does anybody think he's going to be indicted or arrested? I want to see. I've not seen a yes yet. Anybody think he's going to be indicted or arrested over this last night? I've not seen anybody say yes. Jeremy, we haven't won anything yet. Those are primaries. Okay, okay, Lynn. I, I respectfully disagree. I respectfully disagree. They spent over $50 million in cash to try to stop us in those primaries. And we didn't just win the primaries. We won the blueprint, Lynn. We won the blueprint. We know what it's going to take because they threw everything plus the kitchen sink at us in the primaries. So we know they're going to ramp that up in the general. But the blueprint is the blueprint regardless of the scale. The blueprint is the blueprint. So I respectfully, Lynn, disagree. Winning the primaries actually made them get their panties in a bunch and raid President Trump's home in Mar-a-Lago. Had we not won those primaries, had we not swept Arizona, there's no way they would have been scared. They would have been like, well, MAGA's dead. But clearly MAGA is quite alive. Clearly MAGA is quite alive. But I, I, I see the same thing from everybody. Nobody believes that he's going to be indicted or arrested. There might be a couple yeses in there, but I didn't see them. So I, I just, I respectfully disagree, Lynn, but it's good, to have de- it's good to have the debate here. I believe we won a lot more than most people realize with those primaries because it really opened up and shed a light on a lot of things that we weren't sure of. And that was, can we overcome the fraud? And do we know what to do if we see the cheating going on? Um, Lynn, they are going to cheat, Jeremy. Of course they are. They just cheated in the primary. Of course they're going to cheat. That doesn't mean they're going to be successful at it. Cheating at something and being successful at it, Lynn, are two different things, okay? And if they're cheating, if they, if, if they could have, don't you think they would have uh, stopped Carrie Lake? Don't you think they would have stopped her in her tracks and they had somebody easier? They did it with Eric Greitens in Missouri. Eric Greitens was leading by double digits until they came out with $5 million of attack ad in the last two weeks. Oh, don't tell Lynn to move on. No, no, no. Lynn's a family member here. Guys, she's a family member here. They already started going after DeSantis. Exactly. Exactly. We're not going to let any of that happen, though. All right. Let's come back from this break and finish out strong. Here we go. All right, folks, thank you very much for sticking around here live from America tonight. Thank you for being here so strong in the morning show, strong in the evening show. We're making waves, and a lot of people feel the same way that I feel, and that is this just made us stronger. Now, to end the show, I got two things to put a smile on your face. You ready for this? Here we go. The 9th Texas County has just declared an invasion at the southern border. Judge J.D. Clark said the court approved the declaration in solidarity. Oh, hold on. Can we shut that down? Shut that down real quick. All right, here we go. Uh, The ninth Texas uh, Judge J.D. Clark said the court approved the declaration in solidarity with the Texas border counties. All right. Um, 
The ninth, count, the ninth Texas County has declared the invasion at the southern border with Mexico. Wise County, W-I-S-E, Wise County, located in the Dallas-Fort Worth-Arlington metro, uh, metropolitan statistical area, joined eight other counties that declared an invasion at the southern border in Texas last month. Wise County Commissioner's Court voted unanimously yesterday to invoke Article 1, Section 10 of the United States Constitution and has declared Texas and the United States under invasion. It also requested that Governor Greg Abbott also declare an invasion and take back our southern border. Why is this big? Because the more counties that sign on and do this, the more chance we might see Governor Greg Abbott actually do that instead of sending these illegal aliens throughout the United States of America just so we can continue to fund their illegal activity. So, big, big, big news coming out of, uh, out of Wise County, Texas, as it is now the ninth county to sign on. And hopefully we can put a little pressure on Greg Abbott to do the same thing. Now, I want to end with a little bit of smile on your face. And, of course, we're going to go to our great friend, Captain Deplorable, Sean Farish, because he has come out with another Trump video responding to his home being raided. In Florida. Check it well, out. Well, the FBI raided my beautiful house in Mar-a-Lago. You know about it. You heard about it. And it's a disgrace. And they even went inside my safe. And uh, there was nothing in there. It was empty. It looked like a cat scan of Sleepy Joe's brain. It was empty. Nothing there except a big, beautiful note. Let's go, Brandon. And you see what it says. We're coming back better and stronger than ever. You know, the FBI never touched Crooked Hillary's house. 33,000 emails. Where the hell did they go? Nobody does. They never touched Eric Swalwell. I call him his flatulence. Farton Eric Swalwell. He slept with Fang Fang. And they're not interested in Hunter Biden, the laptop from hell. Hunter Biden, where he did crack and uh, nasty things with hookers when you talk about it. But they didn't want to talk about that. The FBI is a corrupt disgusting joke and we're going to put a stop to all of it believe me and we're going to put a stop to all of it believe me said sean farish captain deplorable himself you see folks the people like us who are in tune with this stuff day in and day out we know what's going on we know the end we know god wins all we have to do is keep the faith keep our foot on the gas and keep moving forward folks that's going to do it for live from america tonight Thank you so very much for being here with me today. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Remember to go to JeremyHarrell.com to see all shows that you may have missed. Sign up for our newsletter. Get a Bible if you need one. And please, ladies and gentlemen, check out our store, our music, and consider becoming a monthly donor to help fund the show. God bless each and every one of you, and remember to keep your families close, keep a smile on your face, and keep spreading that gospel as we move towards a rebirth of America. God bless you, ladies and gentlemen. Peace. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming, and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'm going to never stop screaming that we first in America.